0: Hey, so what you're about to hear is an interview that I did with my cousin, Joey Hutnick. I had a really good time talking to him, and I always do. He and I have really good conversational chemistry. But it was nice to really sit down and just really dig into how he became the person that he is and learn about some of his formative experiences. If he at all seems like he's a little bit full of himself... I think it only seems that way because, A, he is a very confident person, which you'll learn from the talk, but also because I very specifically prompted him to talk about himself because that was the whole point of the interview. But he really is a wonderful guy, and I look up to him a lot. He's like a brother to me, and I think that this, is a, this was a great talk. I really enjoyed it a lot, so enjoy.
1: I am super duper cereal.
0: Cool. Well first, thanks for doing this, of course. Happy to. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you because I talked to your parents you're the first person out of that generation that I'm talking to, so I'm curious to see. What oh, really? Yep. So it was your mother, your father, nope, my no, mother, my I didn't do my, my mom yet. Oh, you didn't? no did okay. my dad and your parents. Okay. Yep. Okay. And they were all wonderful, all different in their own ways, <laughs> mm-hmm. ways that I'm sure you Did you do my imagine. parents separately or together? Separately. You did? And I, smart. Yeah. So. I don't know. i fucking do you know, it later. I have to put my phone in airplane mode, though, I remember to do that. Oh, so it doesn't disrupt yeah, you. so I don't get any, um... Yeah.
1: You would have a fucking crazy little fucking pattern that you draw to
0: unlock your it's phone. It's practically just a loop. I know. At it, yeah. Is the kid banging on something upstairs? It's possible. Oh, whatever. Who knows? I'll be fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's a new toilet, so fuck it. So, who is Joe Hutnick Jr.? Um, I don't know, man.
1: I, I, I'm... I'm almost hesitant to even start bringing it up because I feel like I've realized that my... I am very much my job. Okay. And I... I think it's because of my inability to kind of relax about shit, but I really would define myself as a manager. Okay. It is what I do for work,
0: but it's also what I do at home. I mean... You know what? Uh, Because I've seen you in the wild. Yeah. And... I'm sure you know what I mean by that, but yeah, yeah. you d- you do have an uh, you do have um, sort of an overbearing. I don't mean that in a negative way, no, but an overbearing oh, right. presence in a lot of situations. And the fact that you're a, a big person, yeah, is definitely a part of that. But you seem to have really embraced um, the fact that you kind of have just an inherent a presence and an, by consequence inherent power in a lot of situations. But on top of that, you're a really great nice guy, yeah. which. Allows people, I think, allows people to trust you and um, just be receptive to you, just talking to them.
1: Yeah, I definitely, I definitely. This is one of the things that I remember Joe has always said to me. Castro, has always said this to me, and he's always said, "Dude, you fucking had every." He says everything has always been so easy for you, and it has. I have had an extremely comfortable life. Growing up, every jobs I've ever had. The money I've been able to earn, the people I've been able to deal with, the positions that I've been, that this is my thing, because he's always said this to me, and I've, I've kind of been offended by it, but <laughs> I realize that absolutely I've had fantastic opportunities laid before me, but it, what I've done with those opportunities mm-hmm. is what makes me feel good about who I really am deep down, because I didn't... I, A, I've never taken anything for granted. I've always been extremely grateful for the opportunities that I've had. And I've worked very, very, very hard with those opportunities that I saw potential in, potential in for me to be able to grow. Potential in yourself. Potential in myself yeah. and potential for my future to be able to, to push myself in, the, in those right directions. In other words, you're a very confident person. I'm extremely confident. Yeah. I'm extremely confident person. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely consider myself a very confident person. Yeah, I, I think confidence is important. I think confidence is confidence one of, is every everything. Thing. I yeah. think confidence it's is a everything. cliche statement, but it's, it's, statement, but it's so, one of the other so, reasons true. too that I think people are more receptive and easier to trust me. Yeah. Because of the way I present myself, yes, not only being fucking 6'5 and 240, 50 pounds, whatever I am now, yeah. probably, who knows, maybe up to 260. <laughs> it doesn't seem... my face. We should so probably not. get
0: that 100% accurate. Yeah, let's find right
1: it, out. I'll, you know what? I got to go change it We'll cut it in skin. later.
0: We'll come back. Yeah.
1: Um, so being that I'm, I'm a big person, yeah, because I don't think about it too, because Lauren's always bringing it up with me, how I don't realize how big I am. Yeah, I don't realize how loud I am yeah. sometimes.
0: I don't realize how much my voice carries. Well, your, fa- you know, the the, uh, the family that you grew up in—I don't want to say enabled that attitude, but that's but the best way I can think of putting it. Because you're all big, loud people. Or all big. When loud you go people. out into the world, they're like, "Gee, they're awfully big and loud, aren't they?" Yeah, we're, we're a whole bunch of yeah. Vikings and, um, and and fucking what do you call it? Vikings and
1: Amazonians. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so 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 since you, since work was you know pretty much the main thing that you brought up and your attitude about it, how did you end up? So so can
1: can you just state what you what you do? I'm a manager. You? I manage. I manage a um, a paint store, an automotive paint store.
0: Okay. And um, how did you end up on that that path of the? It's it's as a
1: matter of fact. It's my father being a painter mm-hmm. I've always worked with him yep. on the summers and stuff like that weekends and it was pretty much what I it was always my fallback thing yeah. that I was always able to paint it was right. a good position because my father had his own business for a long time mm-hmm. even when he was working for other people though he had gotten me jobs for me, over summers and stuff like that because mm-hmm. he's always taught me to paint as long as I can remember I remember being so young doing work with my father that I couldn't even reach all the way up a door to sand that. He, he could only stand the tops of the doors when we were prepping a paint. I could probably reach the top of the door. <laughs> yeah, now. But yeah, yeah, But I remember being that young that I didn't. So it, it was always right. being in paint. I've always, because of that, I was working with my father. I went into a store um, to go pick up product. I literally got off a ladder. My dad was like, run to the paint store quick. I already ordered the paint. Go talk position to position
0: I've them. been in many times. Yeah, with yeah.
1: You're just, you know, go for Because you're, you know, my father's mm-hmm. fast. And as fast as I am, my dad's still faster painting. But yeah. So I went and I'm guessing with my presence, I pretty much got a job opportunity. And this is probably, this is probably 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it was probably, no, 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 it was like 19, 18. I was out of high school and I was able to drink. So I was probably, yeah, I was probably about 21, 21, 22 years old. Probably about 21 because I moved out of my parents' house when I was 22. So yeah, so I went in, I talked to the paint store manager and we just started bullshitting. Real quick, That's I grabbed right the paint.
0: We, we, don't, we can't swear on this.
1: Oh, no? I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be hard for me not to, to curb myself. Um, He called me. I left the store, and he probably called me a half an hour later. And he must have he gotten... No, I went back to the job. My father told me he had called my father's cell phone okay. and said he wanted to talk to me. So I ended up going into this guy's store, and it's an architect or architectural paint. House paints. Decking mm. stuff stains and stuff like that for yeah. house painting, which is what my father always done, so I had a background and how to do that. Yeah. But I never knew anything about paint. I started working for that guy. I ended up getting hired by another guy. And they just I would say within the first two weeks of me being in the store, the guy handed me the key and said, You're you're gonna be the manager of the store. Quick. It was very, very fast. Yeah. And I got kind of just thrown into it. But that's usually how I am able to do much better. I'm always jumping to the deep end kind of person. Yeah, and a lot of things. I'd rather full full fledged go right at it, figure yeah. it out. You know what right, I mean?
0: Right. Maybe maybe uh, overstate your qualifications just slightly. No, or... I
1: wouldn't. No, I wouldn't bullshit. No. Nope. I, I'm still. I'm still. I'm always very honest. Honest with customers. I
0: might kind of. I don't mean about with customers. I mean like as far as like, hey Joe, you think you can handle this? Yeah, no problem. When oh, 100 percent. Really but like,
1: I. Eh. Well. Yeah, I mean, you're always gonna find. You're always gonna find. uh situations where you're kind of like, oh crap, maybe I'm in over my head. Well I was
0: talking about this with somebody that that's probably the best thing to do. It is. is to just go in just a little over your head so you have room to grow. And not yes, and not only so that you don't want but to be overqualified. Exactly. If you're
1: gonna them. if it's gonna be something that you're stagnant doing, yeah, you're you're never pushing harder. Right. You're exactly. never you're never trying harder. Right. I'm constant like I always doubt myself and that's why I think I'm successful. Yeah. Because I think I'm not doing a good enough job, I work harder.
0: I, I, I Would I'll, a better way to state that maybe be that you hold yourself to a very high standard and you want to make sure you meet that standard? Yes. Okay, yeah. Yes.
1: I definitely okay. think that I so want to go. I was on. having this
0: conversation with somebody because a, a lot of people hold themselves to a high standard. But some people use that sta- that standard to compare themselves to and then get down about them about where they're at Mm -hmm. and some people use that standard as something to strive for and as motivation yeah i definitely
1: think it can get me down sometimes too though sure it definitely does um i've recently most recently it but anyway so i was working as architectural i got hired by an automotive paint sales company to start a whole extra architectural division a whole separate company Wow! Like I'm literally still—I'm the only manager out of 46 stores who's got his name on two different stores. Wow! Yeah, I've run, cool. i run—I work for a company, and I run another so company. It's a company that.
0: that made automotive paint wanted to start it making made all automotive.
1: They sold automotive paints. Right. Like a big company. There's 46 different stores right, across right. the country, all up and down the East Coast, and I was hired to start a whole separate division for them, which is under a different company. And we set up a store, it was a beautiful setup and everything like that. I got overpassed as the manager of that store. I was I was brought on as a team member of this. Okay. And it was one, two, three, four, five. I got over so I got overpassed five times. They put other people in the manager position.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they weren't good managers. Yeah. It's not that they were horrible managers, they just didn't care as much as I did. And I was running the store. I was running the store I was doing all the ordering I was doing all the from a non-manager position from a non-manager I was an assistant manager but this is I was doing I mean everything Yeah. shipping receiving customer service answering the phones taking the orders doing deliveries I did everything because I like to keep busy yeah
0: yeah like you and helped with everything i helped with everything yeah. so it wasn't a one-man operation no by all means but i was i had it. my
1: hands in everything and still to this day even my boss now says to me, he goes joe that's somebody else's job and i said yeah but if i know how to do it it's he goes thank you but no
0: yeah it's a useful like, attitude but in practice you don't have to go i don't need time, to
1: go that extra mile yeah. he's extremely happy with what i do as it is already yeah. so that's it's good um but so anyway, we, I ended up saying to one of my bosses, they ended up letting go two of the, man, two of the, um, you know, like the, basically the district manager and then the, and then the main manager in the store. Yeah. And I realized over, you know, a week or two that this guy, one of the other guys in the company, once he let these other two guys go, he kind of put me in the same category as those guys mm-hmm. thinking I wasn't doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And I pulled him aside I said dude listen I'm going to tell you right now I said I I'm 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 the one that you want running this store. Yeah. I said I've been doing it the whole time. You need to give me a shot. And not that I I really like the guy. I think yeah. he's a fantastic person, but I just don't think he's got the balls to make moves, say what needs to be said and get jobs done. He gets shit done. Don't I'm not taking that away from him. I he's a fantastic guy and I do consider him a really good fellow employee in this company, yeah, yeah. but he doesn't have the balls I have mm-hmm. to say, "Nah, dude, this is how this is how it's going to be done. I'm going to
0: take care of it. If that fails, you can tell me yeah, yeah. I
1: screwed up." So he now, was just. I, I just want
0: to interject and say that that's that's a very strong personality trait to be confident that in situations you're going to be able to present yourself in that kind of way where you know what you're talking about. Yes, because it's very easy to go not the opposite direction, but in such a way that, you know, you kind of let the person you're talking to be like, yeah, maybe you know what you're talking about more than I. But to, to know, you know what you know. Right. You know what I mean? And just be super assertive about it. And that's very desirable. And, and
1: and even now I find myself all the time like, Ooh, well I really need to think about how I'm going to say this. Right. Because I like to be very to the point. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you, you kind of got to be PC, air quotes. You got to kind of be PC right, with people right. to the point that you don't you don't want to offend somebody. You don't want to try to pull stuff away from their ability to do it. You don't want to pull something away from them and say, dude, you're not doing it you like this. The,
0: you have the good parts of your father's attitude. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You've refined them. Exactly. Combine that with your mother's With compassion. my
1: patient. 100%. Yeah. Like, I really do feel like I got the best out of both of them. Yeah. without a
0: doubt I think it'll be really cool to listen to this after listening to your parents and see how the parts of it I totally am I totally have yeah, all right. the
1: confidence from both of them all of their work ethic from both of them yeah. my mother's managerial skills my mother's accounting ability my father's stubbornness in some ways you know yeah. what I'm saying and, it, and it, I do I really do feel like I've, yeah. I've honed those things into. to I consider myself a very good person I, I'm I, caring I, I really do care about people I don't like to offend people um, but yeah, so, so basically we, this guy ended up putting me in the position. I ended up getting the manager position and then I was just not happy. He was not helping me get crap done. Yeah. And I put in my two weeks notice and within like three hours, the owner of all these stores was like in my store and it was like, what's, what's going on? I said, well, did I put in my two weeks? Well, why? What's, what's the problem? Blah, blah, blah. We went over everything. And that's a ballsy move. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. And he uh, he doubled my my salary, mm-hmm. gave me an extra week's vacation, another day off a week. So I was like, done. Of course, I played it off I'm like, well, you know, let me let me go home, talk this over to my wife. Where in my mind, I'm like, hundred percent. <laughs> so that ended up going on for probably about another two years, and then we ended up they hired another new district manager, okay, who was my overseer at that time, and. Me and him sat down. We had a meeting. He goes, you know, how's the store going? I said, it's garbage. We need to close it. I said, our lease is up in this month. I says, the store's not making enough money. I said, I bet you, if you look at it, you have the access better than I do. I says, come back to me and tell me. I says, are we even pay, making enough to, to pay salaries? And the guy was just kind of like, well, all right. And he came back. He goes, we're shutting this bitch down. I said, absolutely, one hundred percent. And in by say, oh yeah. And in by saying this, Jake, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, oh my god, like this is an automotive paint store. Yeah. And I just told you to close the architectural store. That's what I am. I am the architectural guy. Close the store I that will. I'm working in. My job, eliminate it. Exactly. <laughs> so as soon as I- <laughs> On you see, drive home where you're like, oh my fuck, God. Fuck, yeah. Fuck, idiot. Yeah, <laughs> God, yeah. So I'm freaking out. And within a week But after, you were being honest.
0: I was being open and honest. I told him flat you out. I took so. that route of like, you know what? I'm 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 contributing to the thing that's bigger than me. Exactly. With part part of your mind probably going like somebody somewhere is going to appreciate that, and this won't be the end of my career here, yes. but just in this one position yes. because yeah, that's that. Well, that's the kind of thing that somebody you know somebody who actually makes real money off of that company is really going to appreciate. And that's that guy. Yeah. The new guy
1: that we have as our district manager is awesome. Um, I was ex- probably. The most intimidated I think I've ever been with any job I've ever had wow. is this guy. I don't even know what that looks like.
0: You being like intimidated. It's, yeah. it, it's and You know what it
1: is, is? He dresses really well. He's very, very articulate. He's yeah. very smart. Yeah. And he knows what he's doing. And for my, the owner of my company to bring this guy in, this guy moved his whole entire family across the country. Like I'm like, all right, this, this dude is a big wig kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, but now I bet you I'm one of his number one guys. It's when awesome. we have problems in other stores, he sends me. I go in there. He says, Joe, so, I want your eyes on so this. So what I'm
0: what I'm gleaning from what you're telling me is that what you do, you, you just happen to work in the paint industry. Yes. These skills and these things, character traits that you're talking about would be great in any managerial position. Yes. For yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But the reason it's paint is because your father's a painter. You My father's a, a painter. I yeah, went yeah. into a paint
1: okay. store. I got hired through that. And now I'm selling, <clears throat> now I'm running one of the number one over-the-counter sale
0: Stores in the entire company. What do you What do you enjoy about being a manager? Um, I uh,
1: enjoy the money I make. That's yeah. for sure. I definitely money. enjoy the money I make. I was able to build a house. Yeah. And you know what I mean? I've got a beautiful piece of property in the town that I grew up in. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. That aspect, that is 100% my number one thing that I like about my job is the money I make. It it allows the money, hard. you know what? The mint makes money. The money I earn. Yeah,
0: I earn my money because yeah. I work hard yeah, and I I'm do sure my do. job well. But I have to say that you seem to get a lot of pleasure out of being able to say, say things like the guys I hired are doing really well. Yes, you know what I mean? You yeah. say, you don't see it doesn't seem like you're just happy about the fact that that's that. That's just less stress off your back and blah, blah, blah. You seem happy no. for
1: them. I'm happy for that, them too. Oh, 100%. And this is yeah. the thing is I've always said this because I've gotten, I've hired a lot. I've hired and fired a lot of people and it yeah. sucks. That sucks. It yeah. sucks to have to make that decision. And and to see that decision in my mind, the back of my mind, kind of, oh, this guy's not working out. Yeah. Oh, this guy's really not in it for what I. he told me he was in it for. This right. guy really doesn't have as much knowledge as he told me he did. So... That's probably my least favorite. Is having to, having to fire people, having yeah. to end somebody else's. You don't like making
0: people feel bad. I
1: don't like making making anybody feel bad. And that was probably one of my toughest things when I got moved into this position. When we closed the architectural store, they put me and they were like, "You're going to go manage this other yeah. facility." And I'm like, "All right, sweet." Because thank you, I still have a job. Yeah, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went from three employees under me to nine. Wow. To nine employees under me, I went from one delivery truck to five. Wow. So it's, it's a major, it's a huge jump. It's a huge jump. And I didn't ask for a penny more, not a penny. Wow. Um. Yeah. And, but but that was one of the things that I said to myself. I said, this guy, if I go now, all of a sudden I have zero architect, or um, automotive paint experience. You're putting me in charge of one of your number one stores. Mm-hmm. Who the hell am I to ask you for my money? I have no idea how I'm going to do with this job. Yeah, you got a lot to learn. Actually, it was uh, five days ago. It was four days ago. It was my one year in this new position. Mm -hmm. And the toughest thing that I faced right away is that everybody that was in that store, they all knew me. Mm -hmm. But now, I'm in charge. I'm your boss. Yeah. And they all know that I come from an architectural store, but Mm -hmm. they all know how hard I work. So, I met a lot of um, resistance in a lot of different ways. And I remember I, I got into it with one of my employees. I, I, I moved some stuff. Actually, I'm going to face it again because I know yesterday I was at work and I moved some shit that he was fighting me on. But I, he wasn't there. Nobody else was there. I had time, so I moved stuff. I had done that a while ago. And he was like, you know, what, what makes you think you could do that behind your back? I said, dude, nothing I do in this facility is behind your back. I said, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. and I hate being like that, but right. I hate
0: You gotta lay down the law sometimes. I have
1: yeah. to lay down the law sometimes. And I, I just did it again with one of the other guys too is I'm like, dude, this is my store. Yeah. I am in charge of this store. Every single positive thing that comes out of this thing is is one hundred percent going to be reflecting upon me, as well as every single negative thing. Yeah. Something goes wrong, my phone rings. I get phone calls at nine o'clock at night yeah. on a Friday, man. My boss will call me, Hey man, what's going on with this? From some email I sent him the day before. Because of my availability to be there, that's why the owners of the company are extremely yeah. happy with me. Yeah. That's why the head of, you know, the head of inventory of 46 stores knows he can call me. Joe Hardnick is going to get this done. Yeah. I know I can put this on his plate on top of everything else he's doing. He's going to get it done. Um, So, I... I do I, yes, yeah, back to what we were talking about before. I really do. I want to see other people succeed. Yeah. I know that in my success, I can help other people succeed. Yes. Having a bigger team, yeah, it might be a little bit more stressful and it might be ways more on me when I come home yeah. and stuff like that. But at the same time, man, I'm, I can give somebody, you know, like
0: Tyler and Nick, an opportunity in a huge growing company. You're, and you're, honestly, I think that, and that's such a big deal because, you know, those guys, and I know they're probably gonna to listen to this, so I'll just say that they were working at places where they were, they're, were, you know, they're probably maxed out. Right. You know what I mean, they mm-hmm. were probably, you know, short of getting like, you know, like Nick worked at. Oh, yeah, he worked at a gas station. A gas station, right? a gas station right, which yeah. is totally gas Convenience job. store, right. totally respectable job. Yeah. But there's a there's a ceiling. Something like that, and sure, we're getting like your CDL or something like that, and yeah. becoming a driver or whatever. There's probably not a lot of room to move around, you know. Right. Um, and so I'm very happy for them that they're in a better position now to have mobility and no pun intended yeah. since their are drivers. Better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know they have benefits now and stuff like that, and that's really cool that you were able to give them that opportunity. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, and 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 like I said, I can tell that I can. You're very happy for them. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's rewind a little bit. Yep. Um. I wanna, I wanna, do you, I wanna know if you have any like experiences or moments that you remember from when you were younger, that kind of um, that you feel like formed formed this person that you are. Um, was that? Do you remember a time when you weren't confident like this? No, okay. I don't. I really. I cool. honestly.
1: I really. I, most, of, most of my memories are memories can't, that can't I can't
0: really glean a lesson out of that but I yeah, appreciate I, the honesty yeah I
1: don't I really don't <laughs> I don't remember a time where I wasn't confident yeah I mean with everything dude the girls and, and jobs and yeah. friends yeah Um. don't get me wrong man there's times where I question myself but I don't let anybody else know I'm not gonna yeah, it's not it's something like, you should question yourself oh 100% you know, like, that's yeah. like yeah yeah
0: you You would have to be like a psychopath
1: to yeah, be exactly. constantly like yeah. I find myself often, I'll be out and say we're, you know, I'm hanging out at a buddy's house or something like that. We're having beers and everything. And then I'll say something and the next morning. I'll be like, oh, you know, maybe, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Did that person take that the wrong way? Yeah. And in the moment, no, we laugh, we joke and everything like that. I get on my own ass about stupid stuff. Yeah. I get inside my own head. I, I feel like, you know what I mean? You know, the, you can, you're your own worst enemy. Yeah. I, let, I think I let stuff get to me sometimes,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I've learned a lot with Lawrence album.
0: Yeah.
1: You can't let shit like that eat you up. Yeah. It will. It'll kill you. I got way too many gray hairs for a 33-year-old dude. Yeah. Way too many. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll catch up with you. Yeah, you probably will. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I don't, I really cannot remember a time where I was not this confident. Um, I think a lot of it had to do too with me being, uh, doing theater and stuff like that in high school. I think that was a big thing. I've always known that I was funny. i always known I was kind of goofy. I always made people laugh.
0: I forgot that you did Yeah I didn't want to see stuff. Yeah Let yeah. think about it man That I, is I a wrote, big deal okay, I, wrote, I, wrote, I wrote
1: like two I wrote two different comedy skits We did at a variety show I did Ballad of Bands Where I was lead singing For you know I, Dude we never even practiced I don't think Not one time Did we practice I am like Yeah dude I'll go out on stage And sing these songs Yeah And I did
0: Yeah that's wild You know what I mean and I was yeah. in
1: chorus And I was in show choir Yeah Yep. So I really I really enjoyed that kind of thing. And that's, you know, that legitimately is just putting you up in front of a
0: bunch of people. And you have to be able to confidently perform. Yeah. Um, but there is a difference between being confident in um, acting out something that somebody else wrote that you already know is good. Versus. Versus. versus being assertive about an idea that you have, yeah, or your opinion, yeah, you know what I mean, or exactly. some knowledge that you're pretty sure. That's about,
1: a really good point. Yeah, you know, that's a really good point. Wow. But
0: I think it's the delivery that you got confident about, and then throughout the years, as you know, growing and get having life experience, underneath that, you got confident in your ideas, and then you because again, it's one thing to be confident in your ideas; it's another thing to be able to portray them accurately and confidently. You know what I mean? So I think throughout throughout your life, you probably gained um, a the ability to vocalize effectively, as well as having the um, confidence in your ideas underneath it. You yeah, know what I mean that's a, that's a really good point. Because there's a lot of really smart people out there have a lot of really good ideas and a lot to say, but they're shit. At talking. At saying it. Their yeah. shit at saying it and, and communicating it. Yeah, yeah. And so therefore their ideas, their ideas will not, not even exist. exist. You yeah. know That's what I really mean? That's a really good point. Yeah! Wow! It makes me wish
1: with my ability to talk and my ability to get stuff out. I wish I had more better ideas. <laughs> I wish I had more ideas. Yeah. Well, that's
0: what I'm excited to see. I want to do. I want to do an offshoot project with you for sure. Oh yeah, we know. should.
1: Jake, me and you, me and you have way too much chemistry and our conversations. Yeah, have sure. always been very and, adept. And, and you
0: always... also did uh, broadcasting school too. Yeah, right? I did go
1: to. I did go broadcast. I was literally thinking about that this morning. Yeah. I was driving somewhere this morning and I literally thought about that and how I never did anything with it. Yeah. I Well, no, it was the guy that founded You would have
0: it. made a ra- great radio personality.
1: Oh, yeah. I would hey, have, this you know, is oh, yeah. Joe. It would have been a lot of fun. Show. And you know what it was too, though, is that I ended up, I actually did the TV show for the guy that started Connecticut School of Broadcasting, Dick Robinson, the dude that founded that school. Yeah. I did his TV show. Yeah. I edited his TV oh. show. It was some hokey, like yeah. you know, down south retirement home, like yeah. you know, music by the sea. It was called, um, which was fine. It was a good experience. The to, to pay so with what shit. was. So what was for.
0: going on with your work while you were doing the school of broadcasting?
1: I was, um, I was going there in the morning. I was driving to Robinson's Media Center, doing the TV show after I left there. It was usually about 11 o'clock. It was like a part-time kind of thing because so I was able to do it quick. Mm-hmm. I would leave there. I would go meet my father on a paint job mm-hmm. at around noon-ish. Yep. Um. He would just be just about getting done with lunch. I would work with him until probably about 4 or 5. And then I had to go work in a deli. That's when I worked at um, a deli at Walsh's. Oh, okay. And I was, yeah. Yep. So...
0: So do you think? So what's what's the reason you didn't pursue anything with broadcasting? Because um, the, the painting stuff was more of, a, or the other stuff was more of a sure thing, or you just it was because at? it was money.
1: I want to make yeah. money, and a In, lot of stuff immediate. with that. Immediate, yeah. yeah. Screw yeah. that shit, man. I'm yeah. good at stuff. So I anything and, and and I've always said this. Anything I've ever tried, I've been decent at. Yeah, decent or good at anything. Yeah. Yeah, anything I, I've I, ever I, gotten yeah,
0: into. I, I feel like I can I can just say that anything that I've ever tried, I feel like I'm at least functional at. Absolutely. I mean I don't even want to say decent, but functional. Yeah. Like at least I understand what's going on. Right. You know right. what I mean? But that I think that even that requires a certain level of confidence. Yeah. Because you have to even believe that you can, you can do it. Yeah, grasp. Well, it was. You mind. know what it is, man.
1: Broadcasting and stuff like that. You got to do an internship. Yeah. You mean, you want me to come? You're yeah. So yeah, no. We ended slavery,
0: so yeah, I'm right? not gonna do that. That's kind of a weird. You know what I'm right? saying? Yeah. You
1: think about that, man. Tons why of people is do it? Tons of people do yeah. that. Oh well, it's gonna present you opportunities. Yeah. Well, you know what? In that meantime, like uh, I'm gonna go buy this condo.
0: Yeah, and by the I'm gonna, time your internship would be over, you have a career. I have so a career. That's
1: yeah. one of the reasons why I'm extremely grateful that I never went to college. I never yeah. went to college, man. I had friends of mine, they were graduating college, man. They were coming out and they had, you know, hundred and fifty thousand dollars in debt. And I was like, yeah. well I own a condo and my truck is paid for and you know what I mean? Now yeah. I have two pro- I have two properties and three vehicles. Like, nah. I think I'm doing pretty good. But I think it I but I also think that ties into my personality, my yeah. my confidence. It does. I think that's that's a really big reason. I'm very fortunate to be as successful as I am not having any Extra No, not having any extra school. Because I wasn't like a stellar student. Well, I think we're realizing
0: in today's day and age that... College... I don't even want to say the words college Mm -hmm. is overrated because... I've said it so many times. The thing is, college is not overrated. What happened is everybody started going to college. Everybody goes to college. And it made it meaningless. Yep, exactly. Because if everybody goes to college, then nobody's... You know, it's like... It, it 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 floods the market basically yeah, 100% cuz cuz because like you go to college go, first of all going to college doesn't make you special no it, it used to it used to but it doesn't Huh. people think that it still does uh-huh. that's why people still go mm-hmm. so then you get out and you're like well I'm special now and mm-hmm. then you go to get a job I'm and a like, college you know, graduate yeah, yeah well, we'll go do good job for and you like motherfucker you're not special yeah, not for nothing and they're they're like, by the way while you're over there talking about a special yard we need somebody to clean this shit up <laughs> yes exactly we you need know. ditch diggers and you're and like well some... I'm not doing that because I went to college yeah and I, deserve, yeah. and I deserve more, blah, blah, blah. I got to pay and, these uh, fucking school loans, yes, dude. Yeah. Well, you
1: know what, bro? Like, I got four years of work experience over
0: you yeah. right now. now be clear, and no debt. <laughs> to be clear, I did start going down that road. Right. And I left college because I was like, I don't think I want to be an engineer. And I'd rather just start making money. Yeah. Like, I want some money. I want money. So I got a job and started that's a career. You yeah, know, and exactly. then I left it. But that's a different story. It's not Well, money. see, that's one
1: of the things that probably, deep down, I'm constantly fearful. Yeah. Because if I lose
0: my job, I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? But – Well, we established you're a great manager and everybody needs a good manager. Exactly. So you're fine. It was literally – That is a legit skill that you have and you honed yourself. Yeah, I had – Granted, that skill was developed by just your life experience. Right. Because you can't – there's no college of confidence – no, you can't. No, They're you probably can't. you probably could though. If somebody really's put did, well, did, you know,
1: you go. What's his name? You go see that freaking. You know, some pass, motivational speakers. People would
0: pass and fail that college just like they do at another college. You yep. know? absolutely. But instead, the way you get confidence, yeah, is paying five thousand dollars for a weekend to go see Tony Robbins. And oh, yeah. be, um, That's but that only guy gets guy. you to the next stepping stone, anyway. Exactly. Stuff like that. You and know?
1: if you're you're freaking bumping along, you're gonna be a bump along when you come back. You're gonna be yeah. high as a kite for that weekend that you're there. Right. And thinking, oh my God, this is gonna change my life. But yeah, I bet takes, you, you know what I mean? It takes a
0: long time. Yeah. Yeah, and I've had a, conversa- a lot of conversations about this lately. And that confidence is not—it's um, not an overnight thing. It's not a—it's not a big step thing. It's a slow build. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of small things. It's—it's um, it's saying confidence happens is confidence happens when you try something and it worked, or something came out the way you tried to tried to make it come out yeah. over and over and over and over and mm-hmm. over and over and over and over and over. Yeah, and the nice thing about it is that sometimes when stuff doesn't happen the way you wanted it to, you can handle it because a lot, a lot of the time that it did. But it's about a lot of that that happening in a lot of small ways. Right. You know. Yeah. Well, actually, now that you
1: say that, I do. I, a time when I was not confident, or it,
0: or or just during your formative years. Yeah, because it's a lot easier to build personality traits during your formative years of like high school, and that's when you were doing. and That's what I was and doing. All like that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: I would say after the, after breakups, yeah, after after the, the long relationship I had through high school and after we broke up, that's that, that after was probably haircut. Yeah,
0: a breakup haircut.
1: Breakup haircuts are the best, dude. <laughs> I've always said that. I actually I know, said yeah. that when you shaved your head. I said, "Is this a cry for help?" Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> when you sent me that picture, I'm like, "Oh, he shaved his head." Oh, I think God. I even said something. You better naked. get the spare I said, room ready. <laughs> I said something. <laughs> to Nick and Tyler said, "Oh, he's going to move home again." <laughs> again, I didn't do it. No, didn't oh well. Yeah. Let's not get into that. Let's not get into that. Um. Yeah, I, I yeah, I really would say that I think I really don't know how I would define myself. That's okay. I, I don't. I don't know how I would define myself. I wouldn't. It, it definitely couldn't be one word. Well, you know all right. Mean? So let's switch gears a little bit
0: because you're a father now. Yeah. So maybe it's too early for you to start defining yourself that way because I'm a father. Know. Yeah, this is still new. My
1: kids too. Yeah. My kids too. You know what's yeah. crazy? I'm extremely confident that kid's gonna be awesome because I'm gonna raise him right.
0: Yeah. I'm like, great. there's
1: and you know what, Jake, it blows my mind because I see I'm like, what the hell am I talking about? I have no experience. Right. And I'm like, right.
0: I know that that he's gonna be a good person. Yeah, but the thing is, you know, I, I saw a billboard one time that was something like um you don't have to be a perfect person to be a perfect parent, or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like your confidence will get you a long way mm-hmm. because the thing is, at the end of the day, like your 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 kid is not gonna die if you make a bad decision. No. You know what I God mean? God for hopefully not. Yeah. Well, you have to make a really bad decision, but you know what I mean? Like if you like, you know, I don't know. I can't think of any good examples, but yeah. you know, it's the, the fact that you have that confidence means that. At the very least, you're going to instill a confidence in your kid. Yeah, absolutely. You know I
1: mean? Well, I think it's a big thing. This, is, you know, what that is something that my parents have always. I don't remember when or any of the specific statements that they've ever said, but I know that my parents have always built me up. You got to be. You have to have pride. Yeah. Pride, I think, is a really big part of being confident. Well, and, and the opposite of pride is shame. Yeah. Right? And you need to have shame. You can't, you know what? But it has to be well-placed shame. Exactly. It can't be
0: constant shame. You can't, no. Because
1: that's how you, you know, you could break somebody down. You have to have the balance.
0: balance. Yes. Yes, You can't have nothing but pride, but you also can't have nothing but shame. Exactly. Well, you know what? You can't be brave unless you're scared. Tell, all right, so do me a favor. Because I'm thinking of a story right now that might, just might be a good story to tell right at this moment. Tell me about... The time that, I think what happened was, I think you got a, I think you got arrested or something at school for having weed or something? Yeah, oh yeah. Like okay, so yeah, tell, I was like 14. Tell that, do me a favor and tell that story. Okay.
1: I was, yeah, I was 14 years old. I picked up a quarter bag off of this kid. Mm-hmm. Somebody saw it. Somebody said something, ratted on me. I got pulled into the office. I got caught with it, totally forgetting that I had a whole nother bag of weed in a cigarette pack. 14 years <laughs> old, two bags of weed and cigarettes, a freshman in high school. And so I got arrested. I had to sign a promise to appear. My father had to come pick me up. And now in retrospect, I'm going to remember to make sure I teach my kid this. Don't say a fucking word until I'm there. Because they can't. You can't. That's illegal, You can dig you yourself can't. in a hole too. Exactly. Yeah, so kid, I, yeah. I could have never, I have never had to empty my pockets. Not that I would have called my father. I'm not saying shit. Yeah. You're a kid. You don't know any dip. You don't yeah, know any yeah, better. Yeah. Um, but so anyway, so yeah, my father comes, picks me up. My father made my court date. Yeah, it was a promise to appear. So they were actually able to say, what day do you want to go? My father made it on my sister's birthday. I'll never forget <laughs> that. The first court date I ever had was June 15th. I don't remember the year, but it was Jackie's birthday. So I'll never forget it. Um, and we get into the car. And before he started the truck, I remember sitting right outside the high school. And my father just says to me, he says, Joey, he says, Every single day as a parent, I learn something new. He says, and uh, I've never had to pick my kid up from school because he got arrested for pot. So this is a new one for me. Mm-hmm. You want some ice cream? <laughs> and we went out for ice cream. And, <laughs> and I remember, I it's it clear as day, man. I remember just kind of laughing and I realized that, that was prob- that's probably what Well one Hold
0: of, on. What did you think was going to happen when your dad picked you up? I don't. Um.
1: I was shitting a brick, man. Yeah. 14 years old, dude. You yeah. got call with weed, man. Fucking. Yeah. A cop is sitting in the room with the principal of the school, dude. I was freaking out. Yeah. Um. I. You know. I didn't. I. I wasn't scared. I wasn't really scared that my father
0: was We're coming he He's gonna beat you. Nah. No. Yeah, definitely not. Lot, yeah. No.
1: I knew that. I. That was. Yeah. I had a lot of shame. I had a lot of. You know, oh, I'm going to be grounded. But you, when, when you're looking back on shit like that, what do you, you can't. Yeah. You don't know what, you know what I mean? All, all I remember is that was one of the first times that I realized that, like, my dad is just a person too. Yeah. He doesn't and know. That's a powerful kind of, thing like. to realize. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. know. He doesn't. He, what, what? Yeah. Oh, well, that's the first time he's ever had to experience it, and he'll never experience that again. Yeah. That one moment in his life. Yeah. Is that I shared that moment with him? Yeah,
0: he had he had a, he had a decision. To he make. had a how, decision. How big of a deal do I make this? Exactly. Do I do I because that could have been that that could have decided a lot of things about how your life went. Hundred you know, percent. Your father accepted you. No, oh, yeah, you know what I mean. Definitely. He, well, go ahead. I was just gonna say he didn't shame you. No, you. I think he could tell that you had your own. I sense had my of own shame, shame. exactly. And that was enough. Mm-hmm. That was enough for you to be like, all right, I fucked up. Yep my dad doesn't hate me, Mm -hmm. everything's gonna be okay. The world isn't over, my dad isn't gonna disown me. Nope. He, yeah, that was one of
1: those things where, I don't really, I remember that specific moment I know that we probably went home and I had to tell my mother and yeah. we probably had multiple discussions and they probably, I don't remember it, any of it specifically, but I'm sure they must've talked to me about, we go wrong? Yeah, <laughs> right? they must've, they must've had conversations with me about how this could really screw my life up. I got expelled. I got yeah. expelled. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. I got expelled from school and I couldn't go back to school. Um, That was actually, well, when you get expelled, it was like a, it was, it was like a temporary expulsion. Yeah, I was out of school for two for a half a year or something like that. Um, only time I made an honor student because they had to send us. They have to teach you. They have to educate you. Kids right. have to have an education. Right. So I actually had a tutor that came to the house all the time. I remember that. That was for yeah. I remember. I remember having to do all the work at school. I had so much time. And, you know, I wasn't at school. And my father, I was fourteen. My father made me work. Yeah. I had to go to work. He made me work. Um, he paid me. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah. I had a tutor. It was the only time I made the honor roll. So a lot of it was my own experience. But then I also remember too, my father really, he, my father fought for me to make sure that he can get back into school. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember my father with the superintendent of the school, the principal, the vice principal, I think the officer was there. It was like my expulsion hearing basically yeah. with the school board and everything. And my father was like, you know, he's a kid. He's a kid, screwed up. What do yeah. you, you know what I mean? And he yeah. says, you know, and you and, and I think I remember. This is probably one of the reasons why it sticks in my head is because he said, you know, the whole reason we have institutions, and prisons, and arrests, and everything is to help rehabilitate people. Yeah. He says, now you're going to take this kid who's 14 years old, screwed up, and you're going to expel him, and then have to he's going to have to go to some other school. He's going to lose all of his friends. Everything is going to change. That can change him forever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? you yeah. rehabilitate him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's yeah. let's let's use the thing. And, and I I remember the cop even the cop kind of nodding. I do remember that because my fi, my dad did. He fought for me to be able to keep, get back in the school, which was cool. And not That's only that, but my father. You know, this might go back to the whole idea of like you know like Castro said about like, oh you know everything was just kind of handed to you. My father's really big in the town. You know what I mean? Being yeah. the Lions Club, everybody knows my father. Yeah, everybody knew my father.
0: I've gotten yeah. out a couple tickets here yeah. and there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, but he didn't throw his weight around. Not in the least. Nope. He, he made a legit he, point. Oh yeah. He was. What he said was very wise. Yes. He didn't, didn't just say, "Hey, I'm Joe Hunting. This is my goddamn son. You're gonna let him back in here. There's gonna be consequences." Not in the least. My well, father would have done but that. But because they maybe knew who he was a little bit. They tr- They they had trusted his judgment. They heard him out. Exactly, and he happened to be right. And you know, my race, father would have yeah. done that for any other kid. Yeah. If my yeah.
1: father, my father would have advocated for some stranger he never yeah. even met. But if he was sitting in there and he had the right to say something, yeah. he would have said something for right. some other kid. Yeah, you I know that for sure. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, that yeah, you want to go out for ice cream? I'll never forget
0: <laughs> That's that forever. Great. But um, but yeah, I'm stoned. I love some ice cream right now. <laughs> no, I wasn't <laughs> I, I, know, I, I just, wasn't. I, 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 I probably went to
1: school high. <laughs> it.
0: probably did. Um,
1: but yeah, I I still react, yeah, but. still smoke pot
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean yeah and and yeah I mean that's Joe Rogan talks about he's like he says he's like I can't stand when people say pause for losers he goes no it's ridiculous some losers smoke pot Mm -hmm. some people are are fine and successful in smoke pot Mm -hmm. but you don't those people aren't going around telling you about how much pot they smoke no because I've they never fished a fry. That's it. I'm it's just busy, man. Yeah, that, you know? yeah, like you're not walking around in, in, in pot leaf socks and hats and shit. Yeah, exactly. That's, yes, exactly. The, the pot culture makes it look bad. Well, but, that's the
1: thing, know. too, man, is you know what? I don't know. I, I think that a lot of me being the person that I am, honestly, has a lot to do with hallucinogens that I've done.
0: Yeah. I have
1: had so many times that I've done drugs. That have really expanded my mind and made me realize how insignificant human existence really is other than the fact that our interactions with each other and our experiences that we have with our loved ones and our friends and our family and everything like that is what makes this yeah, is so significant. That's all there is. That's yeah. all there is. That's all, all, is. That's all, all is. it comes
0: down to. And the rest is just trying to make things okay in between those moments exactly. of connection. Exactly. Yeah.
1: It, because it is, man. Human existence is so, so crucial to human existence. Yeah, you know it what I'm saying. So,
0: like, it sounds silly to say it that way, but I know exactly. It's that, yeah. The the yeah. essence of being a human is connecting with other humans. With other humans, we're a tribal huh. species. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're 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 a clan species, and if you're going around being an asshole, you're gonna have a shitty human. experience. You're gonna have a bad experience. It's not gonna be fun. Yeah. You know? Well, see, this is the thing. you like, you know, but say, but saying that, if you hear that the wrong way, it makes it sound selfish to be a nice person. You know what I mean? But it isn't, and it's, it is. Yeah. Because I when you're a nice it. person... I was saying this earlier today that um, you kind of have to... I, I heard this guy say this the other day. He said, I live my life 50% selfish, 50% altruistic. You know, 50% from worrying about me, and then the other 50% I divvy it up for the rest of the world and other people. Because, no, first of all, nobody else is... You can't rely on other people, people to look do, out for yeah, you. Yeah, to look out for you. That's really good yeah. I like you can't that. rely on that. You mm-hmm. have and, and the thing is, you know, I was saying this earlier today, until until you have yourself, until you're good, what you have to give other people is gonna be diminished. It's gonna be yeah, you're right. You know, you can't ever truly love another person until you know how to love yourself. Exactly. Yes, you know I mean? yes. And, and, yeah. and I believe that big yeah, time. That's fun. crucial. It's it's true. Yeah, it's, it's true. hundred percent. Yeah, true. you
1: can't give anybody anything from yourself if you can't take care of yourself yeah. first. Yeah. Um, which is probably part of the reason you're good at your job. Yeah. I want to see other people succeed, man. I really yeah. do. I love yeah. to see
0: people succeed. Because you s- know because you know how good it feels it's to fantastic.
1: succeed. Yeah. It's fantastic. No, like, dude, I wake up every morning. I open the blinds in my bedroom. I look out over my backyard, which is, I love it. Yeah. And I'm just like, holy shit, like, I did this. I did this.
0: Yeah, you did. You know what I mean? I did but this. With, but with the support of... Awesome yeah. parents. Exactly. Yeah. And see,
1: that's yeah. one of the things too, man, is like that, you know, a lot of a lot of friends that I had back in the day when I was young and you know, it 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 blows my mind how people go in different directions. Mm-hmm. Cause my closest best friends back in the day, a lot of them are fucking dirtbags now, mm-hmm. dude. And it sucks. And it upsets me. I know. I know. One of them called me out of the blue. And I usually don't answer the phone. When I saw the phone ring, I thought it was actually Lauren's uncle. Because mm-hmm. they have the same name. So I pick up the phone. And I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? Like, really happy inflection.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I definitely gave this guy the wrong impression. Like, Ooh. I was happy to hear from him. And I'm like, whatever. I'm not going to be a jerk. Right. Hey, man, what's going on? Blah blah. And it was happened to be that I was on my way home for lunch. So he starts just telling me, you know, the same old song and dance and everything about this and that, dude. And, I'm, and I got to a point. I said, bro, what's up, dude? What's Dude, you think maybe I can get some money? Mark, mark for cut. Who are you talking about? Um, Jim Eustace. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Continue. So he hits me up. And I've, oh, dude, you know what? Me and him lost contact for a long time. He That dude calls me all the time on my birthday. I almost always call him or text him on his yeah. birthday. For whatever reason, me and him have always done that for each other. hmm so I think back, in the back of my mind, I feel like I really want to see him succeed. I do. Yeah. But he calls me up, he hits me up, and, you know, I'm not the same guy I used to be. You know, I've changed. And I'm like, dude, no, you haven't. I said... And he said the same thing to you he many said, times. I said it yeah, so many maybe. times. Yeah. But this is the first time he's ever asked me for money. Oh, oh really? Asks me for money. And... um. I, absolutely not, dude. Not happening. I said, no, not a chance, bro. I said I got freaking two mortgages I gotta pay, and yep. I got three car payments. I'm like, no, dude. I can't. I can't give you any money, dude. No. I said it's that won't help you. Yeah. It won't help you. Yeah. I said you're in the same. No, dude. I've changed. I'm different. He says you're not though, bro. I says you're not, and you know what? And it's not even. I he. You know. And I don't need to pussyfoot foot around it anymore, dude. You need to fucking change your life, bro. I yeah. said it's a choice, man. You need to make better decisions. Yeah. You've been making bad decisions for for decades, yeah, four decades. And and I did, man. My my heart kind of broke for him. He was like, bro. He says, dude, I I'm going to the soup kitchen to eat, dude. He says, I'm walking to the soup kitchen, and I said, you know what, though, bro, you can walk to get a job application. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I need money for gas. Yeah, I need. All right. He says, I, he didn't even have a car. He says, I need money for bus fare. I said, that's not going to help you, dude. I said, are you really going to the soup kitchen? He goes, Yeah. So I went to the store and I, you know, I bought him a bunch of groceries. Yeah. Where do you live, dude? I'm coming over. I'm right after I got out of work that day, I brought him groceries. Dude, I really, really appreciate it. I said, good man. I said, you know? He's like, how's everything? I said, dude, my life is fucking aces. I said, it's awesome. I said, I got a beautiful son, I got a beautiful wife, I have a fantastic family. I just built a house next door to my Best friend, yep. and I got my other neighbor. My other best friend is right is literally a minute around the corner. I said, my life is fantastic. I wish I could say to him, oh well, you know, fuck that, dude. Why? Why am I gonna? Why yeah. am I gonna diminish my successes because he's having a rough time right now? Yeah. And I just told him, and and you know what, dude? A lot of me, you know, of course you know me, man. I, it it still eats me up that I was so tough on him. But I said to him, I said, bro, you've, you you totally he's a he's a confident guy he's a very loving kind person mm-hmm. he's just stupid and he makes yeah. bad decisions yeah you can change this bro yeah you can change this dude and now as far as I know dude he ended up getting a job he's, he's doing decent good and, and I remember he said to me and he was getting upset with me he was getting mad and, I, and rightfully so because I wasn't I'm not I wasn't mean but I wasn't nice you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah, yeah. I was kind of rough on him and he was like yo oh, you sound like my parents. And I said, I said, well, dude... Maybe you should listen to your parents. I said, no, I told him flat out. I said, well, dude, I'm a dad now. So, mate, I'm a parent too, dude. You know what I mean? And it was like... I was like, oh, holy crap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I've, 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 I've become the father. Um, but, you know, it, it just... It it bothers me a lot when I see people having rough times. It bothers me a lot. And and it's people that I was close with when I was younger, man. Hanging out, partying, drinking too young and smoking cigarettes and, and, you know what I mean, getting high and skipping class and this and that. There's no reason you couldn't have succeeded too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I was there for you, dude. My family was there for you. We were,
0: you know what I mean? Well, it's interesting that you say that because when I was talking to, um, you know, one of the other conversations that I had. I was talking to uh, my dad and he was talking about how his parents didn't exactly, in so many words, his parents, he said his parents didn't exactly help him form his moral compass. He kind of had to do that on his own and it, it, it happened in kind of a wonky way for a while, but he ended up getting a lot of guidance and um, a lot of the positive examples in his life were parents of girls he was dating. Family, you know, He ended up I mean, I don't know if we didn't get too in, into too many details, but you know, females in his life, their families, were role models. And I don't want to say role models, but you know, he saw yeah, as, he he saw what could be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that seeing that, you know, slowly got him to the point where he, um, when he did have children, he took that as an opportunity to be better and stuff like that. You know, and, right? Because um, it wasn't. So it's possible. Is my point with well, the right. phenomenon you're talking about? You're not just talking out of your ass. The phenomenon yeah. you're talking about is possible, and uh, you know, I, I wonder, I wonder what it is that allows someone to take advantage of that because clearly they didn't. Some of those people you're talking yeah, about, yeah, they know don't. Know I mean? and it, but you know, you ha- you have friends that I imagine that did take advantage of that because your your dad was telling me the other, uh, the other day when I was talking to him about how he you, you there's friends that you guys would have over. And they would write what they need on the grocery list and yeah. they'd pick it up. So, yeah. so, so much to the point where oh. some of the, the, the girls would write down their feminine products. That they yeah, made. my father would go get yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing is that my, you don't know, my, my. Family. But that kind of mentality is an opportunity that can be not necessarily. Uh, that's something that you can use, you know, to help yourself, to be around. You Absolutely. Know what I
1: mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was that was that's a pretty that's a pretty profound thing, you I know. know that. Dude, one
1: of my one of my buddies, we were going through high school, man. My father, he the, the kid, all the shoes the kid wore were from my father. Yeah, my dad yeah. gave the kid like fucking six pairs of shoes, and it's not even it's not even like the kid was hard up and needed shoes. My dad yeah. was like, what that shoe do you wear? Yeah, he goes, I don't like these. <laughs> Sweet. And so it got to the point where it was like kind of like a joke. Where he'd be like, <laughs> what kind of shoes you got for me now, Big like, Hut? You know what I mean? And my dad would be like, what, do you need something? You need? He was like, nah, yeah. like jokingly. But yeah. my dad would go buy the kid boots. That's awesome. Like just, you know, yeah. just for the humor of it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, I you know, I am. I'm, I'm very, very, very fortunate to have had the parents that I have. Yeah. To have had the experiences with them that I've had and the way that they've taught me stuff. You know what it is, man, is I almost feel like I take it for granted because I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember those specific things that really molded me. I don't, you know well, what I
0: mean? set you can say those words, but you're carrying on their legacy. Yeah. So you didn't take it for granted. No, no, you're no. You're no. putting it into practice in some of the most real ways. That right. You, I almost, oh, yeah, you know what I think? The I think fact that you're not walking around talking about how great your parents raised you all the time, it doesn't... That's fine. You don't need right. to do that. The fact that you're a good father and you're a good person right. and your son is obviously going to be a good person, that's all they need to see. Yeah. They don't they don't yeah. need accolades, dude. Yeah. You know, you're carrying on, you know, the the legacy yeah. of, of love and compassion. Yeah. Know?
1: Well, that was, you know what? It's it I I'll never for I'll never forget the day that I bought the house, when the day we closed on this house. I remember I was just my mother was waiting outside. With with a twelve pack of Bud Light for herself and a twelve pack of Budweiser for me, and I remember she had an ice in the cooler. I think she, she, you know, she probably brought some snacks and stuff like that. She was waiting outside the lawyer's office, waiting for me to walk outside. And now, you know, I'd bought a condo before, so yeah. but I
0: built the house. This is different. It's yeah. different. It was big. This yeah. is where I'm going to raise my. This is right. where my kids. You are showed up grow. and picked a unit with your condo. Exactly. And you this exactly, you planned, yes. planned your life. Exactly.
1: Yes. planned your And I remember standing at the top of my driveway, and I just started crying, thinking about it. Um, and my mom was there and I remember my father ended up coming over too. And it was not that they had never said that they were proud of me before, but it was the first time that I was proud when they told me how proud of me they were. That's, that's something else. Yeah. It was like that weird, I'll never forget it. It was, it was awesome. It was an awesome experience to have. And, you know, one of my close friends went through the same experience as me of, of, of building his house and doing that. Mm-hmm. and when he first went home his mother was yelling at him to get his shit out of the house after that moment that I that moment that I had because yeah, I remember he came up the driveway too and it breaks my heart to think about it I'm so lucky that my parents were there for me like that and then to think that he, he, he accomplished the same thing I did and he went to the house happy as can be and his mother just that sucks yeah. that sucks she couldn't That's, be happy
0: for him for some reason she couldn't be happy for him why What? Yeah. what's like you can't Think what about you, you know you know yeah it bo- it bo- it boggles my mind to to try to understand that phenomenon of people who have had a shit life and turn out amazing and people who have had a fine life and also turn out amazing people who have had a shit life and turn out shit it's it's so hard to pinpoint you can't pinpoint it because it's so much bigger than that so much more of a process yeah. but it's like I I want to understand I want to understand how. It's hard because people don't even know it themselves how that kind of stuff happens. I was mm-hmm. telling, my, I was talking to my dad about this earlier. There are these kids on my street. There's a bunch of kids on my street. And they're outside all the time. That's, as far as I can tell, from what I hear, everyone's like, kids don't spend enough time outside. Kids don't spend enough time outside. iPads, iPhones, they all have cell phones, too young, computers, game, video games, blah, blah, blah. These kids are outside every day playing with each other. Happy as clams. Yeah. But I know that's beca- But I'm pre- I know that they're poor right they can't afford that stuff right but they're and they're outside yeah. you know what I mean yeah so it's, it's a like different it's just, reason for kids but, to but, be outside that's yeah right but but they're interacting with each other. They're experimenting socially. You know what I mean. Yeah. They're they're not getting bogged down by the the, the how hard it is to effectively communicate or via a computer. You know what I mean. They're not watching insane f- videos and stuff like that. They're not spending their whole afternoon after school on Facebook. You know what I mean. So it's like, are these kids candidates to be successful people later? Mm. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Well, why not? Or maybe there's maybe when they walk in that door, they get beat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because their parents are uneducated and that's why they're poor. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. Well, see,
1: this is one of the... Th- that's what Lauren used to do for work, man. Lauren would go and she would be helping the, those kids. Yeah. Guaranteed, dude. I Well, that's my question is... Th- th- it's th- generational.
0: Th- it's, yeah. One of is- I
1: remember... I'll never forget this for as long as I live. My wife was working for a family... And she was a therapist for the kid, and in by being the therapist for the kid, you have to interact with the parents. You have to talk about you know what's best for the kid's development. How are they? How are kids perceiving certain things? And the woman's boyfriend was dealing drugs out of the house. It was you know all hours of the night, shit like that. And the, mm-hmm. and the mother was telling my wife about it and everything. And and Lauren was explaining some of the stuff to me. Not really going into too many details yeah. or anything. But she says, you know what, Joe? She goes, but this woman. When she was a kid, she was homeless. The fact that she's inside and her kids have a roof over is her head, she's doing so much better but than But from her our perspective. Our perspective is like, dude, right, get your you. shit together. Yeah, you yeah, know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, dude, both my parents, both of my parents were on fucking government assistance when they were yeah. kids. They both grew up in ghettos, one hundred percent. My yeah. father in Bridgeport, my mother in Waterbury. Mine too. Yeah. Poor dude. Yeah, poor, poor, poor.
0: But you would never, you would never know that looking at us. Nope. You well, this is I the mean? thing, though, because is- at some point, that's this, See, this is this is the thing, is that like, I don't think I, I like to think it's a decision, you know. But I don't think it is a decision that like at some point our parents said, "I'm not going to continue that." Yeah. I'm going to do better. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but. Maybe they didn't think that consciously. Nope. You know what I mean? Yeah. But your mom kind of said that she did. But my mother but I absolutely I think that she yeah. keeps that in her head. But I don't know that that's a line that she drew and made that decision at some point.
1: I think Maybe it is. It I probably, it must she be. She made it sound, it sound like it, it was. Be. It must be, Jake. Because for, think about it, man. My, dude, I, I honestly, my mother, I'm extremely, extremely fortunate to have the mother I have. That's one of the, she's one of the number one reasons why I am so successful being a manager yeah. and managing people. My mother's been managing people. That's yeah. what my mom does. Yeah. Dude, when I'm in a bind and I'm like, mm, you know, I don't really know how to perceive exactly this what thing. what to do. I yeah. call her and I'm like, mom, listen, I got to talk to you. And, you know, it's so funny because anytime, any time, like every once in a while, we'll go out to dinner or something like that. And she'll be like, oh, do you want to invite Jack? And I'm like, I do, but not tonight. Yeah. And me and my mom, usually we go out to dinner, man. We'll be there for two and a half, three hours, yeah. even drinking and everything like that. And we're talking about work. Yeah. And but in by talking about work we talk about Life stuff and how you know, person interaction. How is this person going to perceive this? Well, we like to
0: act like there's a separation, but there isn't. There's no separation. You I know, spend more we're time all just with humans a- out that's in the world. We happen to spend our time doing certain things in certain buildings that have certain rules, but it's all the same. It's all the same, it's all the same. It's all the same stuff. It is. It's a relation. You have relationships. Some of those you have sex with the person, some of it you're in control of their pay, some of it you meet them for two minutes and pay them for your gas, and that's you it. You know what I mean? Yep. And that's it. Yep. But, but all of those people. Are deserving of your respect and your 100%, compassion yes. because you don't know mm-hmm. what they came from or what they went through or what they've overcome to get to that yes. cashier mm-hmm. position. Yeah, you know what I mean. You don't know. One of the things I always think about is when uh, the
1: every time I'm on the phone with somebody, yeah. or I'm at work. Like I can be, oh,
0: son of a blah, blah, blah,
1: freaking out, yelling and screaming, like getting all pissed off. Me. As soon as that phone rings, hi, this is Joe. What can I do for? Oh, absolutely. Let me do. My inflection is so important, man. You got to yeah. be, you know what I mean? Like that's, it's crucial mm-hmm. in those situations. And at the same time, I see how freaking miserable some people are. Yeah. It was yesterday I was at work and one of the people that works the phones said to me, she, they were like, Joe, how are you always so happy? How do you always have this much energy? Like, what 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 makes you so happy all the time? I'm like because I decide to be happy. It's a practice. It's you have to. Yeah, dude, I can be miserable every day. Yeah, I can absolutely find. Well, I have you know, every day people just kick me in the balls, and I'm like, yeah, but you let it.
0: Yeah, you let the you You let the pain in your balls affect your day. I don't. You have you yeah you have you don't have a victim mentality. No, not in the least, man. You you choose. Yeah, you know, this, I, is, this, is, this is already becoming a recurring theme is that, you know, happiness and compassion and, you know, um, positivity, are they're all a practice. Yes. Love is a practice. Yes, you know? it is. And, because doing shitty stuff and being a shitty person is almost always the easier
1: decision. 100% the easier thing. You know what, man? I motherfuck the guy that cuts me off and pisses me off because he's not turning the signal light on and I get all pissed. But you know what I normally do to get over that when I'm all pissy? Is yeah. I make some stupid joke. Or yeah, I think about what is his life like. Yeah. What is this person's life like? What is he doing for work? Is he late for work? Maybe he's late for work, man. Maybe it's the last time he yeah. can be late to work. Yeah. What if right. this dude's on his way and he's speeding and he cut yeah. me off because he's and he got, got get, up early and he, he was got doing up well early and he
0: walked aside and his tire was flat and he's like, "God damn it!" I so can, yeah, yeah.
1: And I try so hard to do stuff like that, and it's it, you know, it's, hard, though. it's, it's hard. hard. It's very, very difficult to, to consistently have compassion. Yeah, that's for why it's called a
0: practice. Exactly. You know, yes. You have to keep at it.
1: That's what I think is probably one of the biggest things that I've been working on, mostly for myself, um, with Lauren's help a lot too, is is leaving it at work. Mm-hmm. That was a really big problem for me for a long time because I've, I because I was scared of failure. I, I'm scared of failure, so I work really hard and I try not to fail. Mm-hmm. But I was bringing it home. I was constantly thinking about work. I when mm-hmm. I first moved into that position, man, I wasn't sleeping good.
0: Yeah, I you was, and I, I talked f- during that, and yeah. I had no idea you told me that you were really stressed out and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, that's that sucks. It does because I know it you very well. Not only that, I had just you know, finished building my home That takes almost. a lot for you to get like that. That's why that impacted me because I was like oh, yeah, he must be really stressed out if he's telling me about mm-hmm. it. It was yeah. bad. It was really
1: bad for a long time. Um, it got to the point, man, where I was like... There were days where I would just like, okay, I'm going to watch this movie and just cry for hours. But I knew that it had nothing to do with the movie, man. Yeah, it was right, because right. I was so stressed out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it sucked. It sucked for a long time. It got to the point where... And, and I know that it was more so because... I was freaking out that I need to succeed. Yeah. Right now I need to succeed. My wife is pregnant. I'm, I just finished building this house. I got this huge mortgage. I got a pressure, just pressure, tons constant and pressure. pressure. And yeah. not only that, but what if I fail?
0: Yeah.
1: What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Am I going to have to move back into my condo? Am I going to, you know what I mean? That's so, funny. and yeah, so it was like that weird thing. It's like, oh my God, this house, this property I built and it's like this place where so I want to raise it. my kid. I started to learn that I need to cope better. I needed to figure out ways to cope. Um, okay. I needed to just not bring it home. I needed to not stress How do you about do that. It. Though? Um, I think instead of harping on certain situations, one of my big things that I do to myself all the time, dude, is I I'll talk to myself yeah. about what I want to talk to a specific employee about. Okay, I so kind out of loud? out loud, out loud. Well,
0: that's interesting because you know I, I'm sure you know this, but your brain does process. Um, thoughts differently when you say them out loud. Yeah. I can tell you how many times I've been stuck on something, and I'll be like, "Hey, can you come here for a second? I'm trying to figure out blah 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 blah." Before I finish the sentence, I'm like, "Never mind, I got it. I got it." Yeah, hundred percent.
1: So I started doing that, but I realized that when in by doing that, it was making me pissed off because I didn't have any reaction. I didn't wasn't getting the the return from the conversation. So I was having this conversation basically subconsciously, probably like practicing what I wanted to say out loud Uh and being a dick when I was by myself. So when I got there, I could kind of like, can't say that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, So that was one of the things I did to to help cope with that. Um, Also, I needed to find my confidence. Yeah, I needed
0: to say, dude, you're good. Yeah, You're good at your job. So that confidence that we talked about earlier kind of got, I don't want to say, you kind of maybe forgot about it from all the pressure. Yeah. And had to refund it a little bit. Well, yeah, because yeah.
1: I had to, I had to close a whole store, a yeah. store that I built. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when I, I did that with that company, man, and we started that other separate
0: thing, yeah. I built it. That
1: was my store. I lit, figured out the layouts.
0: I yeah. So, all so, I, that so, I. so, so, so. So basically, you, were, you had just dove head first into a bunch of situations at once that you've never experienced before. Absolutely. Whereas before it was like one thing at a time, a small mm-hmm. thing, a little bit here, added yeah. on, added on, added yep. on. But now it's like pregnant wife, brand new big ass house and uh, being a manager on a level that you yes. is, is a, three times what we yeah. were doing. Before. They say well, all at once. all at once. Well, yeah. think about it, Jake. They say it'd be, that tough, the, it'd be tough to have the kind of confidence to really be to handle all that very well. They
1: say that some of the most stressful things in life are getting married, having a kid, moving into a new house, and losing somebody. Mm. In four years, I lost my grandfather, got married, had my kid, and moved through my house. <laughs> and, and, and had to close the store and yeah. move in and, and, our jo- and moving a job position. It was a five year period where some, where they say the five most, it's yeah. Yeah. Lo- you know, losing it's somebody. Fun, get it
0: all over at once. It was dude. And Jake, you.
1: it was, it was everything was so fast paced and dude, time, it goes by like that. Yeah. It just keeps going by faster and faster and faster and faster. Yeah. So in five years of my life, I experienced all those things. Yeah. And it was insane. Mm. And then I had to change my job again. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was it was a lot all at once. Um, I, I really... I got to say that Lauren has really been a rock for me in a lot of ways. Lauren is a very... It's so funny because... I can't wait to sit down with her. Yeah, she's... Lauren, I, I really want you guys to do this too. Oh, we will. Um, we will. She is... Lauren's very confident. It's one of the first things I fell in love with Lauren about. She's extremely confident. She really is. She's very, very confident. And Lauren is so laid back. And yeah. Lauren is tough. Mm. Lauren's a tough woman. Um, and I respect her so much for it. But Lauren, Lauren is very, very, very good at playing devil's advocate with stuff. Almost mm-hmm. to the point where it frustrates me I'm like, would you just, you know, maybe just agree with me, just agree with me, yeah. you know, but I realized that think about the other point. Of I don't give a just shit tell what I'm they're right. feeling. Telling me I'm yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I literally said that to her today. Just every once in a while, you got
0: to think about and what it, she, Yeah. And she's right though, yeah, because well, sure. it's a good thing to have
1: around. Why would that guy that cut me off, man? No, I'm just going to get a baseball bat, smash his windshield when I see him yeah. park. No, dude. What if he's having a shitty day? Yeah. What if his dad just died? What if –
0: you never know what the situation is. What if his dad just died? died. Ju- what if he's on his way to the hospital? Yeah, yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? So and he thinks he's going to miss the moment. Yeah, or like, yeah. Yeah, so a lot of a
1: lot of my coping and my ability to deal with stuff was Lauren's way of talking to me about it. Well, why yeah. do you feel that way? How do you think it can change? Mm. And she helped me kind of just slow down. My brain is going a million miles away. Well, hour. That's the thing. Out. Asking
0: you questions like that will tease your own thoughts exactly. out and, and, mm-hmm. and get you to kind of you know. Yeah. So that's reflect exactly. Yeah. And I can't. You can't. She's a lot a, of, mi- a good mirror for you. Yes, yeah. exactly. Because it's a lot to of times Justin Timberlake. Oh yeah. He you got that Justin song mirror, "Mirrors," or whatever. I, I take your take your word for it. It's <laughs> a song about the ah. person being a good mirror for you. You help you reflect upon your yourself. And your oh, I like that. That's good. good. It's Timberlake. What a good looking guy too. Not just multi. He's just he's fantastic. He's so talented. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I think that that's. I just yeah, you know what? And by talking about this, I realized that that's what it was. Is I needed to just be confident. Mm-hmm. I literally did. I went into my boss's office maybe about a week or two ago, and. Uh, and I hadn't heard anything negative about the year that I was running the store or anything like that. But I just sat down and I'm like, so, how am I doing? What's yeah. up, dude? I'm coming up on a year, man. I, you know, how am right, I doing? Right. Yeah. And he kind of, you know, obviously he's he's the boss, so he's yeah. you can't you can't be like, oh, you're, you're fantastic. You know, he doesn't know what I'm about to ask him for. Yeah, he right. doesn't know if I want more money. All right. right, good. Yeah, kicking ass, dude. What's up with
0: some pay? Right, right. He doesn't
1: know, so he right. was like, no, dude. Oh. He says we're very happy with you. You know what I mean? You're you're doing mm-hmm. a good job. The store seems like it's running well. Blah blah blah. And I was like, sweet, give me another week's vacation. And he was like, how long about the company? And I'm like, he's like that's that seems fine. And I'm like, damn it, I should have asked for more money too. But I didn't. But you know what, though? There'll be a time. There'll be a time. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. So yeah, I think um, I needed to find my confidence in this new position. Yeah, I needed to find my confidence in this position, and I have it now too. And I think a lot of it has to do with. Go ahead.
0: I was just gonna say if I if I could ask you because I think I think I think we're getting to a good time to start wrapping this up. Yeah. Do Do you think? What what could you say is some decent advice for somebody who is not so confident?
1: Wow, that's a really hard question.
0: Okay, all right. I'll answer the question if you don't have an answer.
1: Yeah. Do you have an answer? I don't think I do. Somebody that's not confident. Well, I'll just
0: sum up something we already kind of said. Be confident. Well, fake it till you make it can work. Fake it till you make it. But while you're faking it, set up small wins for yourself. yeah small wins things you know you can succeed at things you know even if it's just like cleaning something all the time or making your bed every morning you know just do small things you can feel good about that you decided to do that went the way you wanted Mm -hmm. small things things that might even sound stupid but they have to be simple enough that you know the outcome you know the outcome and then and just set up a lot of those and then you'll figure out bigger ones that you. yeah i think
1: i think i would you know if somebody actually said to me how can i be more confident i would ask them what are you confident with are you already confident with? What are you already um, confident with? Do, well, why? Do, why are you? I would yeah. just ask them more questions to kind yeah. of, pretty much like, you know, Jake, we were sitting here bullshitting and we were talking and everything like that. It made me, this is great. This is great, right? <laughs> this is great. Yeah. I feel really good, dude. You're because good. you know what? Like, you don't realize some things until you have to talk about yeah. them. Yeah. You don't. You don't even, you don't well, even cool. realize.
0: What's cool about this is that it's like, I, the people that I'm talking to, I see them a certain way. Hmm. And what I'm getting, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm seeing, what what seems to be the thing I'm accomplishing, is I'm getting the people I'm talking to to fully understand the way I see them. Oh, wow! But they're saying all the things. They're saying all of me the things. Saying yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. That's got it. You see, that's something that only you can experience, though. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I should do a podcast. I, mean should. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, should. Should. I should. I definitely should. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, man. I want to. Well, I will someday. I don't have time oh. right now, man. Yeah, I hear you. You know what I mean. This is the thing, yeah. Jake. Because I
0: don't want another fucking thing to manage. Just, just, yeah, just for will just be on mine once. Yeah, I will. That's a, I right, would love let, to. Let's wrap this up. I All think right. that was wonderful. Thank, Thank you so much for doing this. Absolutely, I love dude. you. I love you
1: too, man. I'm really well, happy man. to see you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll I don't like with. that you live far away, Jake. I know. That was a big thing, you know. I know. That was that was another tough thing in my life? Not, not an yeah.
0: hour goes by. Yeah. Not an hour goes by. It kills me. Think about it. Well, you know what it was, dude. We got together at least once a week. Well, there were periods where we did. Yeah. In the periods where we saw each other a lot, it was like every week. It was yeah. every
1: week. Well, yeah. that was Jake. This is the thing: is it you, you and I, when
0: you and I talk a lot on the phone, yeah. And then when I come here, we make sure we see each other, yeah. That's almost. I don't want to say it's almost as good, but it's 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 still really great. Well, this is the our thing: our relationship of, has not suffered.
1: Yeah, I don't think our relationship has suffered. Yeah. I just want to be able to hug you more. You know what it is? You know what it is, Jay, because I think about it, is I just miss sitting down and watching
0: a movie with you. Yeah, me too. I miss just sitting I I miss miss watching. watching As the words were coming out of my mouth where I was saying it's almost as good, I was like, but we can't sit and watch a movie together. Can't watch a movie together. Yeah. All right. Yeah.